Hello and welcome back to Astro Vibes, a podcast where I get down to the nerdy dirty details of this ancient language and sometimes about you. I'm your host and astrologer, Garo, and today I'm so excited to be joined by the co-founders of Ambient Vibes Music, Anne-Marie Jimenez and Stefan Jackson. Hello. Hey, how are you? Doing great. Um, this is actually the third time that we are recording this portion of the podcast because of many mistakes and wanting to do things better, I would say, (laughs) 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 which is admirable. So, and also Mercury is in its shadow and retrograde is like Friday. So here we are. Well, as I've been saying. Um, over the past few weeks, <laughs> um, over the past few weeks, I've been bringing you a lot of information about astrological theory and each rising sign. And this week, you'll get to hear about how all that information applies to real to real life humans that are not me. We'll be talking about how and why we're into astrology and how we relate to our big three, with a focus on the rising signs, since that's where we're at in the podcast so far. I also want to apologize to Pisces and Virgo. We will have to wait until next season to hear their episode and i'm really sorry we just didn't i didn't think about it <laughs> and i just want to say it will come you're gonna be the first episode of season two yay i'm a, as a virgo rising i'm i'm okay with it <laughs> signed off <laughs> we got it we got the approval it'll be really good It'll, the last one will be the best one. Yeah, so another thing we'll do is talk about their charts, so that'll be fun. Um, we'll, we'll actually, yeah, we'll go through uh, both Stefan and Henry's charts in this episode. This we're recording, it's just Stefan. <laughs> um, yeah, so do both of you want to share a little bit about yourselves and ambient vibes and how you're involved with it? Yeah. Uh, hi, I'm Anne Marie, and I am ultimately a creative. Uh, I like to do design. I like to run social media. I like to uh, do music, and uh, my passion is in anything creative, really. And um, me and Stefan met about three years ago, and we decided to create ambient vibes out of our passion for music and helping others. And um, I think it's taking on it's taking us on this journey of really getting to meet all kinds of people and and really dive deep into what they like to do and what their passions are and what they like to be as an artist and all this other stuff. So it's it's been interesting. Um, I love astrology. I've been studying it for years. I haven't gotten into aspects yet, but I have dove deep into like most of everything else. Um, I think I like to use it as like a self-help tool or just something that helps me be self-aware. Um, it helps me kind of understand things that I felt that were misunderstood about myself. So I like to use it as a tool to relate to others as well. So yeah, that's where I'm at. And for me, um, I would say when it comes to astrology, it really kind of started, you know, when I met Amory in school. 
And so we both were in school for music production at Los Angeles Recording School here in Los Angeles. And, um, you know, just through like general conversations between Amory and I about, you know, about my sign and her sign and just like general like attributes and traits of individuals that are, you know, say Aries or Taurus or Pisces and things like that. And then just listening to the types of conversations she would be having with other students as well. Um, it, it just like it just intrigued me, and so like I like even like now like when I meet people, I kind of gauge on like kind of what their sign is, and I'll try to like pick and see if like if you know what I kind of know about that specific sign relates to them. Um, sometimes I don't go too deep, but um, sometimes I do, and sometimes I ask Amory, and sometimes we talk about it. Um, and then when it comes to ambient vibes, um, you know, it really started to you know help you know up and coming artists and actually help expose artists to you know new fan bases or even creating content for you know their current fan base um i definitely have a, a huge push and i love to you know help and support you know people just in general but when it comes to music i have a huge um addiction to it and so i definitely love to, like I said, listen, listen to new music, support new artists, and also support them in any way that we possibly can at Ambient Vibes, i.e., you know, helping with recording or helping with production of music videos or, you know, content creation, you know, creating an article for them or going out and covering an article for them or, you know, whatever it is that we can do to help, you know, expose an artist to, once again, a new fan base or even their current fan base. Like, that's what our ultimate goal is here at, you know, Ambient Vibes. Thank you for those intros. Um, yeah, it sounds like astrology is a passion of both of yours in a way, and you learn from each other and through talking with each other and you wanted to bring it to your platform in this form format. Yay. Um, would you both, and I will as well, share your big threes and reveal those to the audience? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, okay, so mine, um, my big three, Aries, Sun, Libra, Moon, Virgo, Rising. And for mine is, for Sun, it's Cancer, for the Moon, it is um, Scorpio, and for my rising, it's Aquarius. Amazing. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I'm a Taurus rising, Libra sun, and Capricorn moon. And that's the mix that we have here. Um, do Before we look at your charts kind of more directly and do the rising sign analysis process, um, is there any notes, any words about how you relate to your big three and how it manifests like in your life? Mm. I would say for like my son, like we've chatted about this before, but I think, you know, I'm very emotional and I'm very sensitive and I can be sensitive at times. And I, I do think I, that is kind of very much me. Um, not not to like a T, but to certain people. Um, and then I would say like, even Amory and I have been talking about this. Like when it comes to like my Scorpio Moon, I'm not really sure how that stands out. Um, but I would say for like my Aquarius Rising, I would say like I like 
having apathy and empathy for others and wanting to help others. Um, I would say that probably would be like the big, you know, thing that stands out for me. But I would say, if anything, like the cancer side of me, like I could watch a movie and I'm like watching Big Fish and I've seen that movie maybe a hundred, two hundred times and I'm gonna have tears in my eyes at the end of that movie. Like, I just don't know what it is, but yeah, I would say like, uh, of course, rising yes, but definitely some like attributes of like as well. Yeah, the water comes out of your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, for me, I feel like uh, Virgo really comes out a lot. Uh, like when I when I get too overzealous on taking on like a bunch of projects at once, I definitely put like a lot on my plate without even like realizing it. And I've had friends like tell me like, you know, you're doing this, 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 and this. And they're like, what, why can't you just be doing one thing? And I'm just like, I don't know. (laughs) Like I can't help it. Um, But I mean, I, I feel like I can, I can do it. That's probably why I, do it because I'm passionate I'm equally passionate about everything I do so it's not like I'm just doing everything just because to do it like I do it because I'm passionate and I do put my heart into it um which is the Aries in me the passion um because my I'm also Aries Venus so I think that's where that comes from uh the Libra so much I get the Libra moon I get very indecisive for sure (laughs) Um, but that's how mine manifests. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. The idea of like Virgo and like meaningful work, like really liking to work on things that are just, but they're meaningful to you, so they don't feel like work. Yeah. Hence, ambient vibes. <laughs> like, peace. How it was born. Awesome. Well, Stefan, shall we pull up your chart and see what's going on? Let's do it. I'm ready. Shall we? The more and more I learn, the more it's just like, I'm like, okay, I learned a little bit more about myself. Definitely. And this is going to be so thorough because of doing it (laughs) a few times. We like know things. We have a strong foundation and yeah so again Aquarius rising and we have Saturn in the first house really close to that uh, Aquarius the ascendant um then so the rulers of Aquarius are Saturn and Uranus Saturn like I said is in the first house Uranus is in the 12th in Capricorn um so yeah having this Saturn in the first house really comes out in your persona, um, your identity, your body. Um, it's just like a big part of you. Any Saturn transits that you have, you will feel strongly. Um, yeah. Does that make sense? Do you have more questions about that? Yeah. Well, I have tons of questions. (laughs) Um, well, what do you mean with Saturn? What do you mean, like, I'll... 
Right, yeah. Saturn, what is Saturn about? Yeah, what's Saturn about? Yeah, Saturn is very, um, the planet of boundaries and structure and rules and following them and doing hard work. So Saturn is very sometimes associated with constriction. Um, so all those qualities kind of can come out front and center in the way that you come off to people, whether that's like being really like sharply dressed or um, following all the rules or um, being really good at setting boundaries with people. Any of that ring true? Yes, I I definitely like to set boundaries, especially like say in a work setting or even just like a personal setting, say like in dating and things like that. Um, and just like kind of like setting like forms of communication because I, I feel like once you set the boundaries in communication style, like re- relationships really can flourish. Um, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Checks out. <laughs> Um, so yeah, and then your other ruler, which is Uranus, which needs attention too because it's the partner, uh, ruler. And when I say ruler, it means like this is the planet that like runs the direction of your life. It's like your special planet has a lot of power over you. Um, and Uranus is very quirky and like sudden change, like doesn't, is very different from Saturn, like doesn't um want doesn't care about the rules just wants to make the changes that it wants um so that's how aquarius is very contradictory can be it's very individualistic within the boundaries and structures that it's like in yeah so it's basically like i want to be like i want to follow the rules i want to break the rules but i i only want to be able to do that no one else Kind of like that. Yeah, that could be a way it comes out. Yeah, yeah. Describing yourself. yeah, that's exactly what it's. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yes. Wait. So you had said something, Kato, about um, before we were talking. Um, about Saturn returns and like how it's going through Aquarius right now and it's going to go into Pisces. So does that mean he's been going through his Saturn return? That is true. And like, um, so the house that the Saturn natal Saturn is in matters with the Saturn return. Cause that's where Saturn is returning to, um, current Saturn in the sky goes back to the same point. It was at when you were born. Um, you have it Stefan, at an earlier degree it's like right at the beginning so your Saturn return must have happened like January, February March of 2021 (laughs) that's my estimate and it was in your first house of body, identity self, persona, like all these things that we just talked about that Saturn is most applicable Um, it's a period of like hard work and you come out of it as like an adult but Aquarius is still in sorry sorry Saturn is still in Aquarius and so it's still like happening but it just peak has ended yes so it's still happening it's yeah it's like leveling out but until Saturn goes into Pisces in 2023 you'll still be going through it and I'm going through mine but mine hasn't hit yet 
Thank you. I love it. it. So it basically is like I'm on my glow up right now. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Like if okay, you girl, I'm on my glow up. <laughs> I can feel it professionally, and I can really feel it with even ambient vibes. We're we're about to get our glow up. Um, beautiful. But I, I would definitely say say work wise, you know, even Amory knows. Like I I did personally for like professionally, I, I kind of did a career s- switch, um, and so like it's kind of been like a whirlwind where like things have kind of changed so um but even when it came to ambient vibes like Amory's kind of continued her education and you know we've still really pushed ambient vibes heavily and still been able to kind of still collaborate and help artists over the last you know year and a half so I just can only imagine what's going to happen in the next year and a half <laughs> totally yeah better and in 2023, we'll move into your second house of assets, resources, oh. finances. Yeah. I don't know. That sounds kind of hard. It could be like constriction within your finances. Okay. the other way. <laughs> if you if you like learn the lessons of it, you will come out on the other side victorious. Yeah. Smarter. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, and since Saturn is your ruler, like, yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. It'll hit you especially hard. So, so for me, Venus is. Oh yeah. It's it's gonna hit me really hard. Yeah, or it already has. Any Saturn transit, like in the sky, is gonna, yeah, be intense. For you. I'm, I'm loving that. Just like for Anne-Marie Mercury, retrograde is harder because she's a, a Virgo. Mercury rules Virgo. Okay. Hard times ahead. Yeah. Times ahead. <laughs> I know, and the Mercury Venus retrograde. retrograde. Yeah, Venus is mine and she's in retrograde, so it's like... Mm. Anyway. <laughs> we got the whole trifecta. <laughs> no. Trifecta. Love. Um, aspects wise, your ascendant is sextile, your moon and MC. So that could talk about why you like experience this as such a professional shift. Um, a sextile is like this purple line, is it's like a boost, like a little if you make use of it, it can help you out. Okay, and it's connecting to your 10th house of career and public roles. And your MC, which is your vocation. So it's like, good thing. Maybe we're activated with that Saturn return. But going and what, what do you mean by public role? Yeah. So like, as opposed to the fourth house, which is about your private life, like who you are when you come home at the end of the day, this mm-hmm. is who you are like in the world, out and about, how people know you, your status. Okay. You also have, we talked about this, um, Saturn is opposing your Jupiter, and it's in the first and seventh houses, which kind of is like constriction, boundaries, and then like expansion, like grandiosity, more. And that's in your house of committed relationships. So first house is house itself. There's like a tension between you and your one-on-one relationships like maybe you're the more constricting one when people want you to expand hmm. question mark 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, you said people want me to expand? Right, because yeah, it's like over here with the other people access. Yeah, I, I think a lot of people around me, especially like family wise, have high expectations. Um <laughs> But I think I think a lot of people have high expectations on everyone, so that's <laughs> true. Maybe everyone maybe everyone wants everyone to expand, but some people don't want to expand. Mm. Uh, yeah. Right. People are yeah, like more prone to fixed signs are also more like I wanna stay the same, everything's fine. <laughs> and you have the fixed sign moon as well. Makes sense. Other, yeah, you just have those two aspects. So, any other questions or things that we talked about before, but we didn't get to today? Mm. Amber, were there any things that you you saw last time? No, I think the only thing I mentioned was like your Leo. Um, well, it's not much of a stellium. It's kind of like a you, you just have a lot of Leo placements, and then but you also have a lot of Capricorn and Cancer. I think those are like the top three that you have. But uh, no, no, I find it I find it funny that his Venus is in Leo because of like how flamboyant he can be sometimes. Not flamboyant, but like so like in your personality and not so much in your not physical trait, but like your your personality can be very much out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Or at least. Um, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. <laughs> it's like you can't really explain it to anybody. I'm like, you just gotta meet him. I'm just like, you just... <laughs> it's just scratching the surface. <laughs> yeah. This is me tame on the podcast. Meet me in real life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You might see me doing a cartwheel down the street or yep. something. Yeah. <laughs> can't wait. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, you also have Venus conjunct Mars, and I've told this to and in leo i told this to somebody who i may or may not have been no i wasn't dating them at the time but anyway i told them (laughs) (laughs) not yet and i told them it was a sexy ass sexy aspect because it was it is it's like venus is like love and like mars is passion and leo's like roar so it's just like sexy it's like all together i want you to know that you have the sexy aspect Ooh, I have <laughs> aspects. Yes, we need to make some merch for that. Seth. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like that. <laughs> In your seventh house of relationship with Jupiter. Yeah. Wait, what, what was that? It's in your seventh house of relationships, and like with Jupiter, they're expanding it, so it's like very magnified. I would say. Oh, so that's amazing. Very <laughs> good. Yes. Very happy for you. <laughs> I'm excited for my partner and myself and everyone else. <laughs> Your whole life. <laughs> so that's you, an Aquarius rising. I like. Well, I, I love. I love the reading. I love it. And we'll definitely make my chart available so people can actually see it. Oh, yeah, we should do that. Yeah, we'll yeah. post it on the website. So it'll be in the link for the notes, and it'll take you to our Ambient Vibes uh, music website with the uh, 
our astro charts listed. Yeah. Let's okay. do that. Yeah. If you're a real nerd, you will study those. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> um, the, email us with your with your um, the dissections of us. <laughs> Truly. If you email us, we'll be happy. That's a fact. Yeah. Yay. All right. Well, any last words before we go on break? Um, no last words. I, you know, as before, you know, during the last couple of readings, I'm always, you know, continuously learning more about myself and really how still like how like astrologically it still kind of relates to the person that I am. And, you know, like, because once again, like we, we talk, but like, when when you read like read my like chart it's like i'm like it's like you reading like my personal thoughts and so it's kind of it's very it's very very interesting because it's like yeah and Anne marie would probably say especially knowing me in the three years that this is definitely true yeah yeah <laughs> so i don't know like i said get your birth chart get your reading yeah <laughs> totally and this is a cool kind of reading because you we do have somebody who's here who knows you and can confirm things and yeah that's not always yeah. the case love that so thank you <laughs> on break yeah well we're gonna go on break right now but when we come back we will do Anne marie's chart and it will be just as awesome thank uh-huh. you so much <laughs> Yay, we are back. Now we will do Anne Marie's chart and see what the heck is going on. (laughs) (laughs) You have more aspects. Yeah. Uh, I've never looked into my aspects because, like, I've just, I haven't learned about them yet. Um, But, which I should because I think that's just the only part I'm really stuck on a lot of knowledge it's exciting that you like will get to discover it for the first time yeah oh yeah you have like we talked about virgo rising um you have Chiron in the first house we talked about that too 
So Virgo rising, I feel like you know about your Virgo rising, but do you want to share a little about what that's about for you? Uh, for me personally, I feel like um, I can be a little detail-oriented. Detail um, I do look at the, like if I look at the bigger picture, I get overwhelmed sometimes. And I just focus, like hyper-focus on little things. Um, and uh, I don't know. Um, what's more, uh, Virgo about me? I'm very picky. I'm a picky eater. My stomach is very sensitive. Uh, if you that's know a Virgo anything, thing. Yeah, if you know anything about like uh, body astrology, it's like uh, Virgos are ruled by their intestines, right? Their gut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of them have uh, like gut problems. So like it helps that I'm vegan and that like I I eat no dairy, no meat, um, and all that stuff. But even then, like sometimes I I still can have a sensitive stomach because I don't know, it's just sensitive. And um, yeah, and I've I've been avoiding uh, alcohol for the last couple of months now. I don't even know how long I haven't really had a drink, and it's been great. Um, but yeah, I don't. I I typically like to take care of my health. I'm going back to the gym. Um, but what else about me is Virgo? <laughs> I can be very like neat and tidy sometimes. Or I love to clean. <laughs> uh, like one of the couple first weeks that we got here, I just went on a cleaning spree in the apartment. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much me for Virgo. Yeah, definitely. The one of the things that you said that was new to me was like the health, like thoughts of you know thinking about health and like taking care of it because that's very virgoing. I feel um, it's like yeah, the house of like healing along with Pisces, but fine. Um, I was gonna ask you, do you feel because Mercury is your ruler, which we'll look at in a second, like where is Mercury in your chart? But do you feel Mercury retrogrades more than? The average person do you think i mean i i would assume so i don't know how other people are interpreting it like i don't know how other people feel it but i know when i uh when mercury retrograde is happening i just um i can i can feel it for sure <laughs> i i uh like the last one uh i got hit on uh by two cars oh. two different times in the back of my car that's crazy that's yeah. like how did that happen but um it, it just it you know sometimes the retrogrades can be tougher than others though so it's sometimes they're not as bad um but that time i got hit twice and i was like whoa yeah yeah and that one was back in september like the yeah i think so the libra one your second house of finances and assets like your car. Yeah. <laughs> my moon. Where my moon is at. Yeah, and where your moon is. Emotions. Yeah, this next one is happening in Aquarius and Capricorn. So your sixth and your fifth house. And your fifth house with the Venus and retrograde kind of stuff is really highlighted right now. Creative. Yeah, I would like to know more about that because I don't know much about the Venus retrograde. Yeah, we can go into that um, a bit more. So, like, yeah, Venus... Mars and Mercury, all the planets go retrograde except for the sun and the moon. Um, 
their cycles like mercury retrogrades more often venus and mars retrograde like every two years and one and a half so they're like more significant kind of since they happen less um in a retrograde the planet looks like it's moving backwards in the sky and it's not in space but it is through what we perceive um in that time any retrograde is like a time for reviewing revising like renewing yourself looking back at things and making sure you like did everything you needed to do for them or if your goals still align with what you wanted before and with venus it's more about like your values love money um and just like harmony and beauty so like all those things become up for review and your relationships in general so but for you it looks like a very creative time or maybe having a lot to do with like being creative revising something that you did creatively um going back and forth on something for a while until in at the end of this month she'll go direct and then she'll be out of capricorn by march so like this will prolong this will go for a while okay (laughs) (laughs) march is my birthday month so we'll see yeah (laughs) yeah what do you think about that and um well i don't know because i feel like because i've been moving and because like everything's been like kind of stressful because i just did finals i go to school for music um i i haven't been so creative the last couple weeks and i i don't know maybe i i maybe that's what's making me feel kind of drained and a little low um but i do i do want to like get out there more make more money with my creative endeavors and i feel like trying to put a worth on my creativity has like just gotten me kind of insecure or just kind of you know it's kind of scary it's kind of like how do i how do i convince people that i'm worth worthy of something and that i'm i i'm talented enough for whatever position they need filled uh, in a creative aspect and I think that's something that everybody kind of goes through as a creative. Uh, whether or not you're creative, I think it's they could anyone could go through that. Um, but that's just something I'm learning. So I think that's definitely what the Venus retrograde is doing for me. Because uh, Capricorn is, I would say, I would say, it has to do with work, and it is my fifth house. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Fifth house is what again? Creativity, um, pleasure children because of creativity i don't know if kids have played more of a role (laughs) in your life but yeah that all makes a lot of sense and it makes sense that you wouldn't be creating as much during the retrograde like it's kind of like not functioning the way it usually is so Mm. maybe once it goes direct again like you can put back into that yeah i hope so i start school on monday so i hope i can just like kick it into gear again by then but we'll see yeah this look yeah i'm excited for you to see what happens with this like and just like for everybody to see the full cycle of what a venus retrograde is like and like what did we learn from it and all that yeah yeah finding your worth in your careers you know like i, I work in talent so in, during my day job so finding your worth in individuals finding their worth in their careers is so hard because we we don't know what you know companies and other businesses are looking for and so when we have like in in the creative realm 
when we have a skill that you know like Emory, you can do anything you know like you can book a, an interview with someone you can write an article you can you know write a song it, you, the spectrum of what you can do is so broad and so when it comes to this, some of these positions where they're so cookie cutter and they're yeah. like oh you're gonna be this and you're like okay well I can actually do all of this other stuff but I'm gonna come here and just do this and so kind of like selling yourself out to a, a, a specific position and to do doing only that um so mm-hmm. I, I know some in creatives that's sometimes hard to do you know like I find it like you know like I said if, if you're used to writing a song or producing a beat how do you go into an office setting when you're just typing on a computer and doing a spreadsheet or talking to a customer those yeah. don't correlate and so finding i always say it's that journey of finding that that position or that company that kind of ma- matches with you in your in your background because at the end of the day like you're only going to be successful in places that really match your skills and match that and that company really wants to use those skills to see both of you win um so like i it'll come in the next couple of weeks couple of months of like what it's gonna you know work out for you but i think when you like just lean into it like lean into being creative mm-hmm. and you know when you look for these positions because like at the end of the day that's what's gonna you know bring you ultimate happiness you know that yeah, yeah that's true that's true i think that's why i've been trying to work a little harder on ambient vibes and uh, even my own personal uh instagram for my my music and beats i i created one and um i'm trying i'm just trying to get out there more and just try and be more creative with everything so it's 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 happening slowly <laughs> i hear it. i've heard your, the, the music you've been working on <laughs> um, so. yeah. but yeah um my mercury is in pisces so i find that pretty funny because i am an ascendant in virgo so it's just like uh I don't know if the way I speak is completely opposite to what I appear. <laughs> um, I'm not sure what that opposition really means. That's a good interpretation, for sure. Yeah, and how you come off in your one-on-one relationships is different than how you come off to yourself, even. Um, I think it's also about like the intellect. So maybe something to do with like, because the first house is about body, like. Mercury's about your mind, maybe like a body and mind tug of war, disconnection. Um, I mean, I am bipolar. So nice, me too. Two <laughs> <laughs> out of three. I, I feel like my chart is literally, um, you know, I feel like my chart has something totally. to do with that. <laughs> I have a lot of opposition. I. It's my Virgo, my, my Pisces, my Aries, and my Libra, and then I don't know. Sometimes I'm just like I'm at tug of war everywhere. So I feel like, yeah, my mind and body definitely um, don't click right. And all that Pisces energy just makes me really emotional, and I do feel emotions to an extreme. And I feel I've read that that's like a a full moon baby kind of thing. Um, so I don't know. Yeah all aligned what else is your mercury doing it's like yeah it's opposing your ascendant it's trining your jupiter in the third so 
Jupiter in the third in Scorpio. Deep expansion about your like siblings, neighbors, communicate basic learning skills like writing, reading. Like you have abundant talents, like gifts in that area, because Jupiter's there. And oh, it goes okay. well. Yeah, and it goes well with your Mercury. So like they're working together. Okay, cool. <laughs> Gives you a little boost. <laughs> And my, my Venus is in Aries, which is funny because um, I, I feel like I'm very soft because of all the Pisces, but um, the Venus and the Sun are in Aries, so they're, they come out and they, they're very playful and impulsive. Totally, yeah. Yeah. I'm also thinking about your Venus in the 8th house and now, like, ambient vibes is about, like, sharing resources and, like, joining people together and that's what the eighth house is about shared resources and finances and like collaborating and that's where your venus of creativity is so that's cute <laughs> that's cool <laughs> it's part of what you go towards and um i may have been i think i've asked you this before because it's like i have oh uh, yeah there it is <laughs> Taurus and Gemini are pretty close to each other, but I think mine is in the ninth house is Taurus. That's what it says, yeah. So like being very hardworking, slow and steady about topics related to like the higher meaning of life, um, higher education, philosophy, astrology is part of that house. Um, so like your li- your higher calling purpose is to do something Taurian in those fields. Something mm-hmm. to do with the senses, which makes sense like you're a musician, so like and artist, so like you very sensory experiences. Yeah. Listening, looking at art. And yeah, I mean we talked about school, right? Like being something for you. Yeah, I'm I'm still in school. Uh I I went back to school. Me and Stefan went to the same school, so we went to and graduated together and we got our associates in music production and then i ended up continuing school at musicians institute um and i'm getting ultimately i want to get my bachelor's in songwriting so like i i love school like i don't mind it um as stressful as i it gets and as stressed as i get like it's i i think i thrive in it because i love the deadlines i love the grades i love like the curriculum and the structure so I think that's something I have to carry on even after school, because um, I'm not going to keep going to school forever. But like, uh, it'll it definitely will help um, where I'm headed towards at least. Yeah. Yes, that makes sense. Your MC is opposite. Well, your North Node and Pluto are conjoined. So that's interesting. That's like a big thing to kind of go into. But what's important about that? Well, there's like a tension, a tug of war between your ninth and your third house. Um, the house of like learn, early learning and like writing and reading and stuff, speaking. And then your higher learning, which is where calling is head, like pushing you toward. Well, that's pretty funny because I, I know growing up i wasn't the best student at all and then as i got into college like for music that's when i started caring and that's when i started getting a's and i wanted straight a's like but but in high school or if you met me anything any any time before i was like 25 like (laughs) i i was okay with just passing with c's and like 
whatever. But like, as Stefan has seen me in school, and he's only seen me in music school, he's, he's seen me as just trying to get like the best grade as much as possible. Yes. <laughs> She's like, I want an A, I want to be, and I'm like, mm, I want to pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm quite the opposite. When I was in, in high school, I was very competitive on you know like kind of like getting good grades and things like that but as i got into like my upper education or higher education i just wanted to make sure that i was actually learning the curriculum and so like you know if it was if i got a c or a b i, I'm, I was okay with that you know yeah that means i was still paying attention <laughs> you were there <laughs> I, yeah. I did not <laughs> <laughs> it was fun going to school with him. I mean, I do this sometimes. We would be in class just every because we had class together every every class, like almost every semester. Uh, yeah, <laughs> got the real friendship right there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anything else about your chart? Your anything um i mean not really i mean i think the only question is uh i have my mars and pisces i know that kind of makes me like a little tired or like <laughs> i don't know i don't think i'm as active as like other people with other mars placements um but i i don't know nothing really i think i i really i really lean into my pisces energy yeah and you have a lot of gifts there, so it's like good to do. Saturn's there, and he wants you to like work on that. So, totally, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Your Saturn returns coming. We didn't talk about that like we did last time, but that's okay. Watch out! Saturn <laughs> return. I'll probably get a consultation from you, and we can talk about Wait, it. Let's too. do it. We can look at your chart and see. Because I, I would need to prepare for that. You said I thought I was, I was already going through it. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's finishing Aquarius in like the this year at some point. Oh, maybe even twenty twenty three. So yeah, but it's coming soon, and in your house of relationships, so just you know, Whoa. whatever you can do there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll do an episode about that. Okay, I would like to. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Maybe um. Yeah, no, I was, I was gonna be like, maybe my girlfriend could come in, but. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Ooh, I mean. Done, done, done. We'll hammer it. Yes. That'd be cool. Maybe we could do an episode. This is like a tangent, but maybe people would like to hear our ideas. Um, <laughs> but like, <laughs> before you go into your Saturn return, like a prep series, like a prep episode, and then you come and like somebody else and me who's done the Saturn return will tell you how to prepare. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. I like that. Okay. <laughs> yippee we have done it we have made it to the final part of the episode okay cool yeah do we have any last words for people um thank you for supporting ambient vibes and being fans of astro vibes and you know thank you carl for being such an amazing astrologer and someone to work with and and you know thank you Stefan for being on this ride with me for like three years so like it's 
it's been awesome i don't know and, and like for you know i hope this keeps of course i want to um keep you know going on this journey so let's see what we can do yeah i i think for everyone out there like always strive and continue for your goals if you have a goal to have you know a business uh buy a car buy a house you know get a specific job set up a plan and actually go after that goal you know this podcast originally started just with a simply conversation and now it has multiple google doc episodes planned out um so it you know if you really want something set up a plan and go after it um it's been like for me list i've listened to every episode um throughout the series and it's like i've loved every you know every moment of it and i know there's other you know, people out there that have learned more about themselves or about more of their friends or family members. Um, and so like with this series, I was super excited to like learn more and have you share more with the world and also just, you know, share with people about ambient vibes and you know what we're doing and also like, you know, get out there and create and also share yourself with the world because we're all awesome and people want to hear about you and they want to hear your story and they want to be able to share their story with you as well. So, thank you. Totally. Yes, yeah. I echo those words and yeah, don't doubt yourself cuz like I doubted myself when we started doing this and now it's happening <laughs> and it's still going and people like it. So, <laughs> take my experience into your brain. Um <laughs> That's so cool. Yay. Thank you both for the opportunities and for being here today um i hope people enjoyed this different kind of episode and hopefully they learned stuff and you did too all right everyone well i'm gonna say it now this has been astro vibes where i have gotten down to the nerdy dirty details of stefan and anne-marie's charts i'll talk to you next season season two of astro vibe thank you so much bye-bye